I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. On today's solo episode, we are going to talk about how to effectively collaborate with a creative. I'm going to share how I've worked with creatives in the past and just some things to look out for, um, especially in this time of COVID when we're trying to reinvent ourselves, you know, kind of evolve into this next iteration of whatever our business is going to look like. Um, and here's some things that I, that keep coming up in conversation with my clients and just keep coming up in general because it's like, what are we doing? And, you know, we need websites and photos and videos and, oh, we need to outsource, you know, editing this thing. Like, how do we do that? So I just wanted to share some of my own um, experiences and um, just things that I've learned recently along my journey. Um, we will do an episode next month with um, two of my most favorite creatives to collaborate with, um, Sarah Bill, which you all should know by now. She's our incredible photographer or one of them. Um, she lives in Nashville. And um, Maggie Kent, who is the designer behind um, the agency's recent rebrand. Um, she does graphic design and just pure magic. And um, I want to share a conversation between us on how it was to collaborate with my brand, what it looked like, um, you know, some of the areas of surrender and all of that. So I'm kind of going to share some of my points here and also just kind of share some of my own anecdotes and experiences um, in that process. But so here are four things that I would recommend um, before working with a creative. So the first thing is to do your research on the person. Like, like, but seriously, like check them out, look at their portfolio, look at the people they have worked with, you know, what is their personality style? All of that 100% matters because, you know, sometimes we like, I don't know, learn about someone in conversation or so-and-so shot so-and-so's photos or whatever, but maybe the way they do business doesn't align with you or maybe you're not the ideal client for them. All of that totally matters. So just make sure you're doing your research and um, just looking for yourself to see like, ooh, I like this that they've done or like, oh, this really aligns with me and my values, you know, all of that. The next thing is talk to them. Meet them if you can. Um, you know, figure out how do you feel being in their space? Is there good creative energy? Do you guys click? Is there like a good synergy going on? Um, in the research phase of, of, you know, this creative you're going to collaborate with, sometimes we can get intimidated by looking at the clients that they work with. Um, so for example, this has happened to me a lot. Like when, I, when my agency was a management company at first, it was Cubitas Artist Management, CAM, um, I don't know, seven years ago, people would look at my roster and they'd be like, oh, you're working with like, you know, Toby Oft and Carol Yonch and like all these like fancy or casual people. And they're like, okay, well, I'm not ready. I probably can't afford you. I don't understand. So don't be intimidated by the clients because at the time I had an emerging artist program, you know, I was consulting. It, it was incredibly affordable, honestly. I just happened to have like fancy clients. So you just never know. Sometimes when I meet a creative, um, like I'll talk about Maggie, she has worked with like State Farm and Hilton Hotels. And I was like, oh, that's fancy. And then I met her and I mean, she's my age and 
super cool and hip. And yes, she was expensive, but it wasn't like crazy. You know, I didn't pay like television money or anything insane. Um, So don't be intimidated by who their clients are. And honestly, see if you like them. I've met with, I mean, you guys that have been OGs of the podcast know my fair share of videographers and, and different creatives. And that totally matters. Personality matters so, so much. Um, so see if you can talk to them. I know in times of COVID, it's, it's weird to meet in person, but definitely do some kind of Zoom hang or even a FaceTime and just get to know them and see if your vision aligns with their expertise and um, really try and, and consider other people's opinions. Um, so for example, when I was working with Maggie on the colors, um, I'm a huge fan of Kendra Scott, the jewelry designer. Um, she was recently on Shark Tank. So if you don't know who she is, totally check her out. She is a maze. Um, she lives in Austin, Texas and has this like beautiful jewelry brand that is affordable for women. Um, she was a single mom and started in her like basement and then Nordstrom, you know, ordered their first like 90,000 units. And then, you know, she was in business all of a sudden. So very cool entrepreneur. She's like in her forties and a billionaire. Anyway. Okay. I'm done. Um, so I was like, I love this lady's like branding and it's all yellow and like blah, blah, blah. And Maggie was like, that is awesome for her. And you know, you can have yellow in your home, but in your brand colors, um, you're working with a different kind of clientele. So your orchestral musicians, you know, in their fifties are not going to necessarily resonate with the color yellow. So let's just not do that. And, you know, that respect and that like creative energy that I felt and I knew that she had my best interest at heart, it's just something so valuable. And sometimes, you know, ourselves being creatives, we can just get into like control freak mode and be like, no, but like, I really want this. Or like, I have this very specific vision. Um, And I talk about this with my creatives all the time. It's like, well, what's the fine line between like, let me let you do your job and let me just tell you what I think I want, but like, let's see what you come up with. Um, So that's why personality matters. That's why, you know, just your connection with this creative matters because you're going to be having those kinds of conversations and they don't necessarily have to be difficult, but there needs to be trust involved in that process. The third point would be have a contract and a very clear definition of what the work is. And I'll speak for myself. So of course, Maggie's amazing. And she had like a lengthy questionnaire and like a super solid contract. Um, But even in our working relationship, I got really excited about like all the stuff we were doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, and I'm going to start the second company and it's called Fempire to Inspire, which is in the works. And it's going to be pink and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And Maggie was like, that is so awesome. I'm so excited. But for this project, this is what we're working on. And just having that contract and that, you know, just kind of like scope of the project and this is what's going down and this is what it's going to look like just makes it so much easier um, to stay focused, to stay on task and for the creative to not feel like they're being taken advantage of as far as their time for you to have your expectations clear and understand like, hey, we're working on this right now. This is most apparent when it comes to like web design where people are just like, oh, well, we can update this and we can move that and we can do this. And it's like, but that's not the scope of the project. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind as you're working with other creatives. Um, And then the last point, the fourth point is like, let them do their job. And here's where it's going to get spicy because especially with web design, graphic design, and sometimes photos, people come to the table with, this is my exact specific vision. And, you know, as a marketing expert, like you, 
the, the bottom line when somebody hires me is like, how can I sell your product? Or how can I allow people to see you how you want to be seen? And how can we use the tool of persuasion that is social media and your brand to kind of move the agenda forward? It doesn't necessarily mean that it's inauthentic, but there is definitely a strategy behind it. And sometimes when I have clients that like, want very specific things, it just becomes really hard for us to use our expertise. So the question that has been posed these last couple of weeks is like, what's that balance between like being a hired monkey essentially to like do this, do that? And what's that fine line in like that the client allows you to be creative and to do what you are really good at? And I think like both of us on both sides are guilty of that. Um, you know, just like me hiring a creative and being, you know, like a control freak about it and, you know, my clients hiring me and not letting me do my job. And this is where contracts having, you know, very clear scope of the work written down where both parties can be held accountable um, and just also really vetting your people. So when you come to them and you're working with them, you like actually trust them. And especially when we have investments going on. And for me, an investment is any amount of money spent to further your career in any capacity is valuable. It doesn't matter if it's $100 or if it's, you know, $10,000. My rebrand was five figures, okay? And I also didn't have that in the bank just hanging out. I had to do a payment plan. I had to ask. So that's something else. Like if you're working with a creative that you love and you just love their work and they want to work with you, but you can't afford them, don't shy away from working with them. Ask them. Be like, hey, would you be open to a payment plan? And especially in this day and age and with all of us just wanting to work and collaborate and you know build community, like I bet that they would say yes. Um, and do a payment plan. I think I did like a year-ish payment plan to just get to the deposit. And, you know, that's just my story. And um, I got to work with someone that I really wanted to work with. And, you know, money didn't really get in the way in that capacity. Um, So definitely don't let money determine or define like who you really want to work with and how you want it to get done. Um, in the last seven years that I've been working with emerging artists and, you know, kind of figuring out what do what marketing things do musicians need, I realized that the average emerging artist, so somebody in their undergrad, um, spends like six or seven hundred dollars on photos. And this happens in like fifty to a hundred dollar photo sessions, and they end up only liking one or two photos. And then by the time they graduate, they don't have photos that look like them, that they like, that are professional. And then they go into their master's program and then they have to get photos again. And honestly, if you would just have one solid photo session, they would last you many, many years. Um, So it's that kind of investment mindset and, you know, just kind of being open. And, you know, whenever there is an exchange of money, you know, they're either skin in the game on both ends. So just allowing yourself to trust the person you're working with, to ask all the questions, to have clarity of scope of work, but then also to like really let them do their job. Um, So just wanted to share that. If you have any questions, I just want to say like none of this is common knowledge contracts, how to talk to a photographer, how to talk to a videographer, like none of this is like, oh, you should know this. Like seriously, it's not. And that's actually like the core of my business, just being that liaison between the creative and the musician. Um, So if you have any questions about this, like feel free to reach out to us. We definitely want to help whether you end up hiring us or not. That's not the point. That's not the vibe. It's mostly like if you need a contract, like 
you should have one. The creative should give you one. If you have questions about pricing, if you have no idea what some of these things cost, like totally reach out. We'll be happy to answer your questions. Um, And this is all just in the spirit of like, let's work together. Let's all collaborate. Let's get out of our own ways. Let's get out of the creatives way. Um, Let's not be such control freaks and just see like what magical, amazing things we can create together. 